It's called Getting to Know You. It's a special segment on Education Eclipse that will help you get to know the folks behind all the research and scholarship. There are rock stars. There are agents of change. All right, we're here with Selena King. She's a student teacher over in Colfax. Mm -hmm. Selena, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, kind of tell us where you're from. I'm actually from Pullman. I went to middle school and high school here. Um, my dad was a Marine, so we traveled before that. And then he decided to come to WSU, finish out his degree. So just kind of stuck around, got into WSU, and been here for about 11 years now. So what got you into elementary education? Uh, my family is a family of teachers. My aunts, my grandma, my mom, we all kind of started teaching. Um, was kind of undecided in high school, didn't know what I wanted to study, and then did my senior project in a kindergarten classroom um, at Jefferson and just fell in love. It was like the kids are great, the teachers were great, just being in that environment and having the love those kids can give you and just being part of it, um, just kind of, it was it. So what did you do for that senior project? Um, I kind of just wanted to get an introduction into the idea of teaching. So what I did was I planned a lesson read a book, had the kids draw. I mean, kindergartners can't go too far, but um, just kind of spent a lot of time with the kids, getting to know them, figuring out the daily, day-to-day -day routines, figuring out the struggles that the kids have, how the teacher handles the things, and just kind of figuring out what it's like to be in a classroom full of 30 or 25, you know, really small kids, and um, just kind of, I don't know, just played around. I kind of was the visitor that just didn't leave. <laughs> Small kids can be pretty crazy. Um, do you, are you working with smaller, smaller kids right now? Where are you working with? I am with fourth graders, so nine to 10. Um, small kids terrify me. I, they're adorable whenever they walk past the hallway. I always am just like, they're so cute. But the reality of actually teaching them terrifies me. Um, fourth grade's fun though, because they're still, they still have play pretend and they do all those things but they're also like wanting to learn and be big kids and there's that funny age and they just they fit right into that like blend between being too old and too young. So are you teaching a specific subject or are you called kind of an all-around teacher for them? Um, right now I am taking over half of the day so I mainly am doing math as what I started with so I've been doing that for about a month now and then I add subjects as I go. Um, this week we added Washington history and then um, grammar and so in two weeks I'll be teaching full days and I'll just have the kids all, all day, all me. Very nice. Mm -hmm. So obviously this happened a couple decades ago when you were in fourth grade. Yeah. Um, what's it like going over that again? Is there stuff you are relearning as you go? Oh my gosh, so many things. It's, I mean, we were learning um, properties and rules of like adding and subtracting and multiplication division. And I was just like, I don't know what this is. And um, yeah, I definitely spend a lot of time relearning or just going over and making sure I know how to do the problems so that when the kids ask, the questions or they kind of come out of left field with this unknown thing um, I can kind of help them get through it but yeah sometimes I'm just like I'm gonna I'm gonna screw this up and they're not gonna know what's going on because I don't know what's going on it's a lot different nowadays oh, I bet um, I guess just looking at fourth graders now me and my friends we always talk about wow we're seeing all these kids with iPhones are you seeing that <laughs> with the, your kids yes it's um, they're not allowed to have it in the classroom but I have one of my fourth graders, her birthday, she got a GoPro. That was her birthday present. And I just, I've wanted one and I've seen them and pricing. And I was just like, there's no way I would trust a nine-year-old. <laughs> they bring Kindles to school and they all have iPhones and iPads. And, and 
it doesn't even phase them. And me, I was like, yeah, I was like a senior in high school before I got an iPad, like, you yeah, know, kind of thing. Here. So yeah, it's um, seeing the technology and what they're doing now with it, it's, it's intense, it's kind of crazy. So you said they're not allowed in the classroom. Are they, do you see the kids bringing them outside to recess, that kind of thing? So I've seen some try, but they're typically, like we, our rule is they have lockers outside the classroom. They stay in your locker because mm-hmm. we don't want anyone to realize that they're there. And then, you know, kids are kids, they steal. Um, the last thing we want is a parent to get mad at us because their kid's iPad went missing when in reality they shouldn't have brought it to school at all. So we try and just keep them, stay, keep it at home. But if you're going to bring it, it stays in your locker. So for the most part, even though they have all that technology, you're still seeing them play pretend, doing those kinds of things? Yeah, when I'm, we have recess duty once a week and we'll go out there and the kids are just, their imaginations are still so vivid and just watching, they can entertain themselves for so long and it's like, I don't know what you're doing. Like, I couldn't even follow your thought process. Um, and in the classroom, coloring or um, like the flashcards are still a big thing or whatever, but yeah, computer sometimes but they still like to be like hands-on stuff too so oh definitely so could you kind of share maybe some of the weird or kind of creative ways they express themselves in recess or even on assignments um I have one kid who he writes in circles so Mm -hmm. he'll um he does things in kind of like a spiral and he turns his paper and that's how he writes his stuff um it's really cool Mm -hmm. until you have to grade it (laughs) and then it's just like okay kid like i need you to knock it off um some of my kids one of my kids barks and meows that's her thing um i don't know where that came from but she'll be in line and she'll be barking or meowing and you know she likes animals and that's her thing um i don't know they they play pretend a lot and i i see teacher roles like kids like to be in charge or they like to pretend like they're in charge um but that's about the weirdest thing I've seen is the barking um that that gets really old sometimes (laughs) well I guess that kind of brings up what are some of the challenges you are facing on a day-to-day basis because it's such a middle ground where these kids it's like they can know between right and wrong but still that beginning phase where they might not fully understand um I'm really struggling with the playing and the rough play that the kids are doing. Um, They, you know, boys will be boys is the saying, Mm -hmm. but it's kids will be kids and they get, they get violent and it's not so much they want, they're malicious and they want to be mean. It's just, that's how they play. And they don't understand how a small tap can go from being playful to being very mean um, and hurtful. And so having to explain that to my kids is really rough. Um, Having to explain that like sassing and being rude like those Mm -hmm. are things that it's like you need to find that balance and you can you can argue with the teacher because you think you're right but there's a point where it's you're disagreeing and then you're being rude and finding that balance with those kids especially being someone who's not a professional teacher yet you know Mm -hmm. it's I don't want to cross over or step over that line of being the student still because I am Mm -hmm. and so a lot of things I if I don't know i I'm like, go talk, go talk to the teacher. Like I'm, I send them somewhere else because I don't want to deal with it. Yeah, definitely. And as a student teacher, I guess, what is the difference between you student teaching and one of the normal teachers there? Um, I think it's the discipline or having that above discipline. Um, I 
have been very lucky. My mentor teacher has made it very clear that when I am teaching, I am teaching and it is, mm-hmm. they will respect me. Um, she's given me a lot of leeway to be um, that adult figure and give the discipline and we have a point system. I can take points off, I can give them, I can reward the kids and I can also you know, punish them for being disrespectful or not doing what they're supposed to. Um, when kids get upset and there's tears involved or if it's bullying or something, I typically take a step back um, one, just because I don't know how to handle it. And two, I, again, not going to overstep mm-hmm. my bound because once parents get involved, that's a whole other ball game. I'm just not ready to deal with quite yet. <laughs> yeah, I totally understand it. That's a huge step. So I guess with putting together your own classes and teaching, um, what have been some of the ways that you've kind of made it creative or made it your own when you're teaching lessons in class? Um, I try and really bring in the kids personal lives um i have a lot of kids who are big into reading um drawing or sports or even just kind of comic books and things like that and i like to talk about my personal experiences to connect to a lesson um the kids get behind that Mm -hmm. and when i can get them involved they seem to really like respond well um for the most part though i really like my teacher's style um she has a very casual style about it where it's more conversational we're trying to get the kids to communicate and even if it's in math I want them to be able to explain what they're doing in a sense that they're not using all academic language and the right terms but they're they're really you can see the wheels turning kind of thing they're not Mm -hmm. a robot they're they're a little little mind trying to figure out how to work it um so I just yeah I just like to talk to the kids like to have a conversation Yeah, I bet. It's interesting whenever I talk to kids. I even have a cousin where we always say he's too smart for his own good because he's got that maturity of, like, the fifth grader. Mm -hmm. But then there's some things he can still understand because of technology and things that he witnesses himself. But I guess working with little kids, being surrounded by fourth graders, uh, does that give you a little bit of nostalgia? Does that bring back the, you know, the the old days, things like that? Oh, absolutely. And honestly, it brings back the old days... And then it makes me feel so, and it reminds me how old I am. I made a Sandlot reference the other day, mm-hmm. and crickets. No one got it. And I was just like, oh, it's you know, my childhood. <laughs> and then they're talking about, like, TV shows, and I just don't quite get them. But at the same time, they keep me young. I'm, I mm-hmm. am, I've always said that I'm a giant, I'm a five-year-old, like, in an <laughs> adult's body. And so being able to be with the kids and goof around and joke around it, like, it's really fun because I feel like I'm keeping a part of my innocence that yeah. otherwise goes away when you have to be a professional and be in the workforce and be an adult and you know adulting sucks and I've always it's my term my phrase is my thing <laughs> and so when I get to go in the classroom maybe with my kids it's kind of just like okay like this is what it's like and really yeah. I appreciate what they give me in that sense so would you say that that's your kind of favorite thing about doing this job here yeah I think making those connections with the kids and feeling like a part of their world is one of my absolute favorites um the kids it was my birthday a few weeks ago and the kids got me candy they made me signs they made me posters and I felt so connected to them and Mm -hmm. loved that that was like you know that brought tears to my eyes because it's nice to know you make that difference but to be able to be kind of goofy with those kids and like dance around and make funny noises and them not judge you they're laughing with you not at you Mm -hmm. um it's that's all the difference for me it makes it's so much fun I feel like that is, like, the biggest difference, having a teacher you can relate to. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, after you're done with student teaching, are you wanting to go to fourth grade specifically to do your official teaching? I would love fourth grade. Um, I've worked with kindergartners 
not so much. I, they're great, but mm-hmm. they terrify me. Um, I have a friend who's a first year sixth grade teacher, and she I can just see how much she's struggling with the content and just mm-hmm. there's there's a really unique stage in their lives. Um, but third through fifth, I take willingly. I'll take anything, honestly, get a job to yeah. get a job. But if I could have my dream, it would be fourth. Awesome. And are you wanting to stay in Colfax or in Pullman? I I am fighting with that battle right now because I have friends on the west side and I'd love to go and try something new, be in a new town. Um, I know that there is a new elementary school opening up and there's always positions in this area. So I don't know. We'll see. It's just kind of as it is. I'm just where the wind will take me is where I'll go and we'll see what happens. And you were saying you moved here to Pullman when you were in, was it high school? I was in seventh grade, so I was um, at the Lincoln Mill School. Okay, so you do have a bit of an attachment here. It's not just the Wazoo experience. Yeah, it's definitely home. Um, I always joke that it's like the Palouse is a very, you know, it's kind of like this bitter place for me because, you know, going through high school and all that, that's hard. But whenever I come home, and I always say it's I come home, like Pullman and the Palouse and Summers and Washington, yeah, you know, definitely. it's 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 home. It really grows on you. I think that's the big thing with people coming here is that's the reason you come. Yeah, takes a really lot to do. come out to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> oh yeah, no, and that's it's always it's like yep, this is my middle of nowhere little slice of hell. But and I say that and I joke about it, but in reality, like I am very lucky to be here, and I really like. I will be very, very sad to leave. So I don't know if I'll leave. (laughs) (laughs) Big decisions, but you've got a little bit of time. Yes, thank goodness. Are you doing just this year with the student teaching at this school? Um, I'm actually done in December. Oh, really? So, yeah, but I think I'm going to stay around. They are hurting for subs in Colfax, Mm -hmm. um, and I have a lease, so it's just I might as well stay, get some subbing in, and then who knows what doors will open. Um, Maybe apply around here, fly on the west side, and just see what happens. Yeah, definitely. Just go where the wind takes you. Pretty much. <laughs> well, let's go into kind of finding out some of your favorite things. <laughs> Give us a little bit better taste to know who you are. <laughs> okay. Um, what's your favorite movie? Oh, gosh. My, one of my kids asked me this the other day. Um, it depends on my mood. I, <laughs> I go weird places. Um, Disney, I would go like Atlantis, um, Zootopia, I've been watching on repeat. That one's very good. Right? <laughs> or I can go like the other way and go um, Boondock Saints or The Italian Job. So it's just, it, <laughs> it depends on my mood that day. Definitely. I think for all of us who are in our early 20s, it's that total being torn because mm-hmm. we've got our Disney roots and that's hard to let go. Right? Exactly. <laughs> I can't let go of it. I won't. I refuse. I guess that leads into my next question, because Disney has a lot of songs, but what is your favorite song right now? Oh, no. Um, wow. I've never, um, I couldn't tell you. I actually don't think I could tell you. I am listening to a lot of different things at the moment. I kind of am going back and forth. I really like, uh, what is it, Heathens from, uh, oh, 21 Pilots? Yes, I've been listening to that a lot, Mm -hmm. um really liked it in Suicide Squad, so that was something I've been listening to a lot. Awesome. Uh, do you have a favorite book? The fourth Harry Potter. I will read that religiously on repeat, like pick it up and read it cover to cover, and then two weeks later do the same thing. Um, I'm currently reading... Uh, what am I reading right now? I'm reading the very last of the Great Wang Doodles to my class, and that's Aww. actually really funny, so it's a good one. Awesome. 
Um, do you have a favorite food? Sushi? Anything sushi? Mm-hmm. Or anything Italian? I, I like a lot of things. <laughs> I totally get that. I'm a total foodie. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'm Pullman then. That must be hard because I... Whenever people ask recommendations about food, I'm like, you can't really go wrong. Do you have a favorite or a recommendation for anyone? Um, I'm biased. I worked at Sangria for about five years over in Moscow. So Sangria Grill, I will go anytime. Um, such a wide range. But South Fork is just that good comfort food. Oh, the mac and cheese is my jam, like, all the time. So Yeah, that's the one place I feel like I go, and I can't not get the mac and cheese. Right, and I want to try other things, but it's just like, no, I, if I don't, and I, if I get something else and I don't like it, that mac and cheese is what I could have had, and it would have been so satisfied. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all the questions I have for you. Thanks Perfect. for joining yeah. us Thanks tonight. You've been listening to Education Eclipse's special segment, Getting to Know You. Keep listening to all our new releases and all the old ones as well at ediclipse.com.